Welcome to the Purse Coach Podcast. I'm Jess, your host. This is the podcast where we dive deep and we talk about life, the good, the bad, and the ugly. I talk about personal finance, of course, but also about life in general, mental health, relationships, and parenting, and building a business. You won't want to miss a single episode. A little about me, my husband and I, along with our three boys, Boy Moms Rock, paid off $100,000 of debt in less than two years. I had a huge mental breakdown right before this, and so things were a little chaotic to say the least. So I want to share with others how to navigate life without the stress and overwhelm. So let's dive on in. Hello and welcome to the Purse Coach Podcast. I'm Jess and in today's episode, I am going to be talking about time management and how I am able to fit three jobs, three boys, a husband, two dogs, and a farm in to my crazy life. (laughs) It is crazy, but today I'm going to talk about time blocking and batching work. So let's dive on in. Do you often feel like there's never enough time to check off everything on your endless to-do list? I've been there too. I have (laughs) been there for years and years, spending hours on tasks without the satisfaction of real accomplishment and feeling like I've gotten everything done. My to-do list just keeps getting bigger and bigger. But here's the game changer, time blocking and batching my work. This strategy has been an absolute game changer for me. Despite working as a nurse four days a week, running a part-time photography gig, and building a coaching career, honestly, I've regained control over my time and productivity, and it's all about maximizing efficiency and achieving more with less stress. So what is time blocking and batching work? By the way, you can do this for your nine-to-five job, your business, or your personal life. It's not just for business. So time blocking is all about strategically allocating chunks of time to specific tasks. So imagine blocking off a part of your day and dedicating it to a particular activity. For instance, I may reserve Monday mornings from 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. for writing my blog posts. Then from, say, 10 to 11, I'll dive into some networking events or conduct my one-to-one coaching calls. And then after productive morning, I take a breather from 12 to 12.30 for lunch and a short break. And then I might do something in the afternoon as well, like record my podcast or do some video content. Family time usually takes uh, precedence from about 5 to 7, and then I reserve 7 to 7.30 for some household chores or just really relaxing. So you can kind of get an idea and see how it works. Now, this schedule isn't always the same from day to day, but it could be. On the other hand, batch working involves grouping similar tasks together and tackling them in a single time frame. So instead of writing one blog post, recording a podcast episode, and replying to emails individually throughout the day, I might write three to four blog blog posts in a single session. Then I'll switch gears and record three to four podcast episodes in one go. By focusing on one type of task at a time, I'm able to maintain a higher level of concentration, and this method prevents 
the energy draining task of switching gears all the time that often leads to burnout. Honestly, this approach has been a game changer for me, particularly considering the constraints on my time as I juggle my nursing job and building my coaching business. So maximizing productivity is key for me and time blocking and batching have proven to be invaluable tools. So I have lots of people ask me how I'm able to work three jobs and raise a family and not get burnt out. And they want to know how I find the time. So I tell them I capitalize on every available moment, whether it's my lunch break um, between at my nursing job or the window of time after my workday when my kids are attending their youth sports practices, I seize those pockets of time and propel my business forward. Plus, it doesn't feel like work because I love building my business and helping others. So it's become a habit of mine to tote my computer with me wherever I go, but this allows me to make the most of any free time I might have, and I'm able to transform those precious minutes and hours into focused work sessions. So you will often find me editing or working on my coaching business while I'm at the hockey rink, of course, only during practices because game time is saved for me to watch and be present with my children. But this flexibility has not only heightened my efficiency, and but it's also helped me nurture my coaching venture in the midst of a demanding schedule. You're not going to find me sitting idly scrolling through Facebook or watching Netflix while at my kids' practice. I mean, once in a while, I might scroll Instagram and Facebook. I'm not going to lie. But the point is, is I stay there. I typically am working, and I get like two to three hours an evening of work in during the all the winter months. So from like Usually it's from October until uh, beginning of March at just that one uh, sports practice. So it's really nice. I want to emphasize, though, that I am not in a 24-7 work mode. I've been there. I've done that. And it led to burnout. So maintaining a healthy balance is crucial. And I've established clear boundaries to ensure that. I've learned from my past experiences of burnout, and while I'm dedicated to my goals, I'm equally committed, if not more, to my well-being. So I do set firm limits, but I also allow for some flexibility. So for instance, I never extend my work hours beyond 9 p.m., and I'm intentional about not rising super early to plunge into tasks. Because I personally struggle with getting good quality sleep and falling asleep, it's really important to me to allow enough time at night and in the morning for me to get enough sleep. So my day typically starts around 7 a.m. because that's when I'm in my element, and I'm not waking up at 4.35 to start plunging into work. I just won't do it. But having confronted burnout in the past, I'm very aware of its toll and I am resolute in not revisiting or going back to that stage. I do not wish that on anyone. In fact, I'm a firm advocate for promoting a healthier approach to achieving your dreams. It's entirely possible to carve your path to success without succumbing to burnout's clutches. I believe in a more sustainable, balanced route to making your aspirations a reality. So that is why I highly suggest you try out a 
um, time blocking and batching your work. Again, you can do this um, with your personal household to-do list as well. It's not just for your professional life. So I suggest you create a system that works best for you. I'm going to um, tell you or go through an example of um, how you can batch your household work schedule, but feel free to adjust it to what will work best for you. And I am telling you, I wish I had this schedule coming that I'm going to say here, but I don't. <laughs> I don't know if any of us do, but it's just an example. So let's say Monday's a cleaning day from uh, 9 until... Um, 11, you could deep clean the bathrooms from 11 to 12, vacuum and mop the floors, 12 to 1, a lunch break and relaxation, 1 to 3, dust and tidy living areas. Tuesday could be your meal prep and planning days. So from 9 to 10, you could do um, plan your meals for the week. From 10 to 11, you can create a shopping list. I can't imagine it would take you that long, but you can add in something else in there. 11 to 12, lunch break and relaxation again or some reflection. From 12 to 2, you can prep your meals for the week. Wednesday, you can focus on administrative tasks. So from 9 to 10 a.m., you can um, batch your bills, paying your bills, managing your finances. From 10 to 11, you can sort and file important documents, work on other um, household kind of management um, things. From 11 to 12, your lunch break. And from 12 to 1, organize your schedules and appointments, call and make um, all of those phone calls. Thursday could be laundry um, day, so you could sort and start your laundry. You can fold and put away your clean laundry, take your lunch break, and then you could organize your closets and donate unwanted items, declutter from 10 to 2. Friday would be some outdoor maintenance tasks. So from 9 to 11, you could do yard work and gardening. From 11 to 1, you could clean out your garage. From 1 to 2, you could take a lunch break. And from 2 to 3, you could repair or tackle small household maintenance tasks. Remember, this schedule is just a suggestion, and you should customize it to suit your family's needs and preferences. The key is to group similar tasks together to maximize efficiency and save time. But again, I wish I had that above schedule because my house and yard would be so spotless and clean. So let me um, explain another example of, say, a working schedule with household tasks. So Monday, let's say you work from 7 to 3. So Monday through Friday, you're going to have 7 to 3 be your work time. Say on Monday, you're going to do from 4 to 5.30, you're going to prepare and eat dinner with your family. From 5.30 to 7.30, you could do the dishes, laundry, and clean the bathrooms. And 7.30 to 8.30 is family time and bedtime routines. Tuesday, again, 7 to 3 is work time. 4 to 5.30, prepare and eat dinner. 5.30 to 7.30, dishes, sweep and mop the floors, clean the bedrooms. And 7.30 to 8.30, again, family time and bedtime routines. Now, you can also be including from 5.30 to 7.30 when you're doing dishes and sweeping and mopping and all of the household tasks, you can be including your children in this as well. It's super important to get them um, bought in to helping around the house. Let's say Wednesday, you're working from 7 to 3, and then from 4 to 5.30, you're going to um, prepare and eat dinner. You may choose to go out to eat, so out to eat or dinner with friends or um you could do that as well. From 5.30 to 6.30, if you're eating at home, you can plan to do your dishes, pay your bills, sort and file the important papers. 
Because again, you need to find time in your daily schedule to get these things done. And again, you want to lump them together. 6.30 to 8.30, family time and bed routines. Same with Thursday. Again, this is maybe a day that you um, choose to work out after work. So 7 to 4.30, you're going to work from 7 to 3, but then till 4.30, you're going to work out or go for a walk. 4.30 to 5.30, let's say you eat in town since you've gone to work out at the gym. 5.30 to 6.30, you're going to come home and do some outdoor um, work, garage work, or yard work. And then 6.30 to 8.30 is family time and bedtime routines. Friday, same thing. Let's say 7 to 4.30, you're going to work and go for a walk or work out. 4.30 to 5.30, you're going to get home, prepare, and eat dinner. 5.30 to 6.30, clean bedrooms, laundry, and dishes, and 6.30 to 8.30, family time, movie night, because it's Friday, popcorn, and bedtime routines. Prioritizing your schedule based on your priorities is a fundamental aspect of effective time management. So I'm a firm believer in nurturing your dreams and setting goals to propel you, propel you forward and towards those dreams. And I want you to integrate the time blocking strategy because it's going to help you get further ahead. For those mamas with infants or young children that still take naps, I wish, uh, harnessing their nap times is a golden opportunity to tackle your most critical tasks. Although my boys are beyond the nap stage, I am able to capitalize on their time spent outdoors or at a friend's house. And so then I'm able to maximize my work then without interruptions because it's truly remarkable how much can be accomplished when working in a focused and uninterrupted manner. And when I have it laid out in my schedule, what time I'm going to do certain things on. It helps me stay on task. There's a certain satisfaction I find that I'm sure you do too in crossing off numerous tasks from your to-do list within a designated time frame. You can use various um, apps and tools that they're out there to assist you in crafting a time block or batching schedule. Personally, I find that just adding these tasks to my Google Calendar, it serves as an effective to-do list right there. So as soon as I'm done with those, I simply delete the tasks from my computer, and it's a straightforward system that keeps me on track and organized. Plus, I get a reminder on my phone so I don't forget. I always say if it's not on my computer, I won't be there won't do it. I found that batching my tasks works wonders for me, whether it's writing my blog posts, recording podcasts, creating videos, producing content, editing my photos from photo session, or even tackling household cleaning. Again, I dedicate specific blocks of time to each of these. Now, I personally have more energetic days, so when I'm having energetic days or when I'm in the mood for um, video creation, I'll I tend to record multiple videos in one go. Often um, I'll just change my shirt out to give them kind of a different feel. But this method aligns seamlessly with my daily schedule, especially when aiming for those uninterrupted recording sessions because those are a rarity when my boys are around, especially during summer break. Recognizing your own energy patterns is crucial. So if you know when you're naturally more energetic or invigorated, I suggest you capitalize on those moments for batching your tasks. Also remember to allocate time for those essential but potentially a little more boring like bookkeeping and administrative responsibilities and your household chores. 
It's important to acknowledge that your schedule is not going to always be seamless. So allow yourself some leeway and be prepared for unexpected um, disruptions that can occasionally throw your time blocks off schedule. Like if your kid is sick or daycare isn't there or school is closed for um, a snow day. After all, flexibility and grace are essential ingredients in any well-balanced schedule. In the midst of planning your schedule, it's equally important to carve out moments of rest. These are instances where you simply are going to immerse yourself in the present time, free from any commitments. So no work, no tidying up, no chores, no playdates, just a time to pause for relaxation and reflection. This may be by yourself, it may be as a family or even with friends over. Dedicating time for self-care should not be overlooked either. And I get it. And I get the perpetual question of when, when am I going to find that? And truthfully, I often struggle with allocating time for self-care for myself, but it is so important and it's important to, um, in maintaining that equilibrium, kind of that balance between your responsibilities and your well-being, because it's essential to our mental health and avoiding burnout. All right, if you know Jenna Kutcher, uh, if I ever had a girl crush, Jenna Kutcher would be my girl crush, and she is a genius when it comes to time blocking and batching her work. Her podcast, Goal A Digger, the Goal Digger podcast, is where I first heard of this concept, and I'm so glad that I found this way of tackling my busy work days and schedule without the overwhelm. I also find that when I'm working, I'm super motivated when I'm working in my business because it's something that I love and enjoy. So if you're able to find something that you truly love and enjoy, you're able to get a lot more done in a smaller amount or shorter amount of time. But time blocking and batching your work is going to be essential for saving you time and energy. Planning it around your natural ebbs and flows of energy is a great way to plan. You're going to find that you will get so many more tasks checked off your endless to-do list. But remember to take time to be fully present in your life as well and to take time for self-care to maintain your overall well-being. I encourage you to implement time blocking and batching your work in your day today. Let me know if you find um, these strategies. If you find that these strategies save you time and energy, I would love to hear about it and what you're doing to save yourself time, energy, keep your motivation up. As always, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy and hectic day to listen to me talk to you about all things life-related, and I really am so grateful that you are here listening today. Have a great day.